Athena. Oh, I love that girl. Oh, God, thank you. I love that girl. Who is that girl? Was it my mother? I love mom, but she left me. And then the queen came along. I started to tell you about her up on that escalator. She came along and utterly changed my life. My sweet wife-to-be. How much do I love her? How do I put that into words? And my little baby daughter that came along just about a year after, October 15, 2012, Ariella. I love that girl. When you look at her, the beauty, the absolute beauty. Ariella was my sixth child. I had five in my first marriage. Tarita, black woman from Ruleville, Mississippi. Met her during Teach for America. Had my two big boys, Shane and Luke. Then I had Zay, 2008, Isaiah. And then I had the twins, Mariah and Jordan, July 23rd, 2009. Those were my five before Ariella. Oh, I love my girls. I love my boys. So much love to go around. Where do you put it? How did the queen change my life? Oh, we got to talking up on top of that escalator. We talked. We started to talk about life together but nothing too direct we're just getting to meet each other but there's this spark and I can't believe that she's talking back to me that she's that there's any chance but I'm starting to see there's interest there is a chance she says she's got a meeting to go to in a half hour at about 9.30 she'll return and she'd like to talk to me more she was so gracious and beautiful and well spoken I say, of course, I'm looking forward to seeing you. And then I go to my friend Gary Nolta, 70-year-old guy, big jowls, chubby, heavy set, Fox News watching, casino dwelling, fellow toward the end of his lifespan. He'd taken me in a few months earlier when he saw that I was struggling. I got to We were over at Canal Park Apartments. I was sleeping in the bed of a dude named Chuck that had died uh, just a couple months before. I used to play against him in the poker room. The dude only played pocket aces. Gary said the guy used to smell, didn't have good hygiene. So I'm sleeping in that dude's bed. Pretty weird shit. Uh, Gary was a good dude. I go and see Gary. I say, I just met the most beautiful woman. He says, it's not that one with the curly hair, is it? Everybody knows her. She's amazing. Yeah, that's the one. You were talking to her? Yeah, I was talking to her. You really think you have a chance? Yeah, she wants to talk to me in a half hour. But I'm ready to go. I'll talk to her tomorrow. Are you crazy? You ready to go? And you have the chance of a lifetime right there? I just have faith. 
that I'll be able to talk to her tomorrow and everything will be fine. And so we left. Saturday morning I get up. I don't have the Queen's phone number. I just know where she works. I'd heard she managed the food and beverage there at the Gold Strike Casino. I went back into Gold Strike. I went to my weight room, the spa down there. That was my happy place that I would get away to after I lost my money, but I still had my connections. I work out, I run on the treadmill, I listen to music, and I get myself back, my confidence, my magic, and I'm envisioning, I'm envisioning seeing the queen later that day. And sure enough, it happened. This time I'm coming down the escalator. Still wasn't gambling. I'd fulfilled my promise not to gamble those 36 hours, and I was planning not to gamble at least till Monday, maybe beyond that. Coming down the escalator, and there she is, right in between the blackjack tables, probably 50 meters down from me. I lay eyes on her, and it's like there's nothing no space, no people in between us, nothing. I just walk straight for her. She's talking to a few different people. And I say, hey, how are you? And she says, good, I'm just talking to these people. Um, here, let me give you my number. Right off the bat. I hadn't even said a few things. Let me give you my number, she says. My heart just popped in a million directions. I take that number. I go back to Gary's Canal Park apartment. What was it? Apartment number 25, 23. And that night I just start texting the queen. Her name was Tally. And before long, I'm telling her about our lives together. I'm telling her that I'm going to give her two beautiful children, so beautiful that they'll have to be taken out of Mississippi. They won't even be able to be born in Mississippi, and once they are, they won't be able to stay there for long, because Mississippi's a strange place. It's got its beauty, its magic, but it's pretty fucked up too, if you know anything about anything. White and black, slavery, reconstruction, but it's magic. It's soil, it's fertility. Oh, sweet Mississippi, my first five beautiful children. We went wild on that text message, it was crazy. For the next day or so. By Sunday night, it was 6 p.m. and I was back at Gold Strike again. I still hadn't seen the queen again and I think she was back at her apartment and we were doing some texting and I said would you come pick me up she said why don't you come to me I told her I didn't have a car I wasn't doing so well in those days I need you to come to me let's go out let's talk so she levels with me and she says, even though we've discussed everything, 
that we may be getting married. We may be having two beautiful children together. She says, I'm not sure if you're a psycho. I'm still not sure if you're a psycho. I don't think you are. I think you might be my husband. But I've got to be sure. How can you make me sure that you're not a psycho? I don't know how I made her sure. But 15 minutes later, she shows up in her Mustang. Imagine, you're destitute. You're on the bottom of the whole world six days earlier. You're on the verge of ending it. And now there's a queen, absolute queen, with everything going for her. And she's coming to pick you up in her Mustang. Can you imagine? She picks me up. We drive next door, probably a half mile away, to Bally's Casino. Walk to the lounge in the back. And I just start filling her in on everything. My wife, my five kids, my mom, her passing, the first rehab I went to in Virginia for 30 days back in March of 2010, two months after mom died. Mom gave my brother some inheritance, but the money for me was earmarked for a rehab. That was her concern about me. And with everything I know now, I guess that concern was warranted. But at the time, you don't want to be left out. You don't want to be the one that doesn't get, get shit. It's not a good feeling, but if you're going to change, you got to humble yourself. So that's what I did. I humbled myself before my mother, before my family, and before the queen. I told her everything. And we had wonderful conversation. And she was somehow enamored with me. Despite it all. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how great and sweet and lovable I must be to be able to overcome all of that. God bless.